the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. It is every bit of that. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bob France Authority at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Tuesday, the 16th morning of the fourth month of the year of our Lord, 2019. I got bad news for you. If you didn't file, uh, it's too late. (laughs) I actually had people, I did not know anybody. Well, I shouldn't say that. Nobody ever verbalized it. I've never known anybody who had not yet filed their taxes until the day of, on April 15th. I, I really hadn't. My wife came home and told me, friends of ours, people that she knows, uh, were, were working on it yesterday. And I was like, oh, my goodness gracious. I mean, we already filed and got a refund back a long time ago. Not to brag about that, of course, uh, because I am a notorious procrastinator in many other areas of my life. But that's not a place to procrastinate. The IRS wants what they want, and they want it when they want it. So uh, if you didn't get it filed, uh, good luck to you, because I, uh, I, I feel for you. you got some problems going on there. Uh, yesterday was also an important day for a number of other reasons. We talked with Tom Zawistowski a lot last week about it. It was the 10th anniversary of the birth of the Tea Party, which was born on tax day, April 15th. 2009. So uh, a lot of commemorative things happened over the weekend there and uh, a lot of uh, important work still to be done by the Tea Party and other very important conservative organizations to push back against a wildly leftist agenda that is continuing to be advanced uh, through the House of Representatives. Matter of fact, what I found very interesting is one of the new uh, candidates or one of the most um, prominent new names. I don't even know. Anybody know what the number is right now? Between the well-known you know, like Bernie Sanders and the unknown. Uh, and there are some names I probably am, I, I, I don't know. I'm just wondering what is the number up to? The field of candidates. Some people would call it a pool of candidates. I probably would refer to it as a cesspool of candidates rather than a regular pool. 
uh, of candidates on the Democratic side declared candidates for president. I'm uh, very in- interested to see exactly what the number is. I don't know if there, anybody would have a full uh, accounting of them right now. But anyway, one of the uh, more notorious ones for various reasons that I will discuss today, especially since this is the start of Holy Week, or actually Holy Week continues now as Holy Week has begun. Uh, but Pete Buttigieg, the... Uh, mayor of South Bend, Indiana. We talked about him a bit last week, and we're going to talk about him a bit more today. He has declared that most Americans don't want a conservative agenda. The conservative agenda, as a matter of fact, the one that has been advanced and promoted uh, by President Trump, his allies, his supporters, and more, that most Americans don't want. He thinks that America is at its heart a leftist or a center-left state. And I find that fascinating. It's a wonderful study in um, delusion. I really think that's something we can have a little bit of fun with. And I think it was something we can learn a little bit about. America has never, in its glorious history, ever been a center-left country. It has never been a leftist country. It has never been a country that is moving toward closer toward the end of socialism than it is toward uh, free market capitalism. It has never been something a, a nation that has been anything but rooted in liberty and not in governmental oppression and governmental um, control. And that is exactly what the left and people like Mayor Pete, as he likes to be known, lovingly so. Uh, that Pete, uh, 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 Mayor Pete uh, Buttigieg believes. He literally said on the Rachel Maddow show yesterday, I know nobody noticed that because it's, well, the Rachel Maddow show. Did you notice that, by the way, briefly, as a sidebar? Rachel Maddow was climbing, climbing the ladder in the cable news ratings throughout the course of the last year because she and the rest of her liberal parrots at uh, MSNBC continued to push the Trump's going to be arrested. Trump's going to be impeached. Trump is guilty of collusion. Wait until you see what um, the Mueller report does to him. And and it just got so many people ramped up and so many on the left really excited, really excited, really. Her ratings were pushing the Fox people. Fox News primetime lineup just, just destroys and dominates the rest of the cable news companies combined. But over the last year, Rachel Maddow is growing and growing and growing and growing until the Mueller report was submitted to the DOJ by Bob Mueller. And then uh, and it was announced that there would be no new indictments coming, which means no crimes committed, which means no collusion nor obstruction of justice. This was then confirmed by the Attorney General, William Barr, who who summarized it in four pages, saying, yep, no collusion. And while he left the question of, of obstruction open because they don't have any proof that he didn't do it, there is also no proof that he did obstruct anybody. And, and immediately it was like all of the air out of her balloon just... <laughs> and her ratings just went through the toilet, to the toilet. Just garbage. So... You are forgiven if you did not notice this uh, uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg uh, appearance on Rachel Maddow because nobody watches Rachel Maddow anymore once they realize that she was a gu- he was guilty of some of the worst in the fake news cycle about collusion. P- Buttigieg said yesterday, you know, the Republicans in the Senate changed the n- number of justices on the Supreme Court to eight until they took power. Then they changed it back to nine. 
a lot of what we're talking about is no less a shattering of norms than what the other side has done. We're proposing to do it in a way that's more inclusive. I love that word. The most exclusionary, uh, uh, discriminatory people on this planet are far-left wing nuts like Pete Buttigieg, like Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, etc., etc., etc. They are the most exclusive wing nuts on the planet. They're not inclusive unless you agree with them. And if you don't, you are excluded from their festivities, from their activities, from their airports, Chick-fil-A, from their college campuses everywhere. I love how they try to grab inclusivity and try to make it their own when they are the most exclusive and discriminatory uh, uh, in, in this country. Back to Mayor Pete, who said, I would say more constitutionally sound, more appropriate, and will, by the nature of the checks and balances in our system, have to go through a thoughtful and rigorous process. I think that they are tinkering with the system, and again, they are doing it under the table in so many ways. If they tried doing it more nakedly, they would encounter resistance. Most Americans don't want this, he said. Most Americans don't want the conservative agenda that we are now seeing, the extreme agenda. Ooh, what's extreme? Is it an extremist support for the First Amendment? Is it an extremist support for the Second Amendment? Is it an extremist support of borders and sovereignty? What exactly is extreme about the conservative agenda right now that the American people spoke to in November of 2016? This is the thing that people like Mayor Pete and those on the far left, Bernie last night at the Fox Town Hall who got burned, feel the burn, which is kind of hilarious because he felt it last night from Brett Baer. But this is what these people don't understand. They're going to tell us now in early 2019 that the American people don't want a conservative agenda. Because we just litigated this. We just litigated this. Through all of 2015 and all of 2016, the American people had a choice. And the American people chose between conservatism, borders, small government, low taxes, low regulation, more jobs, stronger military, represented by the conservative candidate, And open borders, Medicare for all, Obamacare for all, fewer jobs, lower wages, uh, and on down the line that that came with Hillary Clinton's candidacy, and the American people chose conservatism. Yet Mayor Pete wants to tell you now that, no, the American people don't want conservatism. They want progressivism. Wait a minute. They had that choice. And I know what the left would be saying right now. We won the popular vote. How can you say that? We are the, the, the popular choice because we want... No. No. Have you seen an electoral map recently from what was decided just two and a half years ago? Have you seen that red map from one end of this great nation to the other? From each coast to each coast, from each border to each border? The American people widely preferred the conservative message to the liberal message. It's just that they were outnumbered so much on the coasts in New York, in Los Angeles, in San Francisco, and in the center to Chicago, 
in those massive city centers of liberals, so deep blue, the numbers were so overwhelming that the total uh, popular vote, yes, did go Hillary Clinton's way, but it matters not. If you look from one end of this country you will to the other, you will see Mayor Pete is, is in for a rude, rude awakening. If he's going to campaign this way, if the left is going to campaign this way in 2020, with the belief that the American people don't want conservative ideas, that they see support for the borders, support for sovereignty, support for military, support for deregulation, support for uh, the rule of law, the lack of support for and opposition to sanctuary cities, opposition to attacks on free speech, if that free speech happens to be conservative in nature, if they think that the American people don't believe in religious liberty and they're going to embrace his wild, radical style of progressivism that this country has never embraced before. And I'm going to say that carefully, and I want you to understand, I'm not saying it willy-nilly. Even the Obama agenda looks moderate compared to this wild Booker-Harris Buttigieg, Warren, etc., Pelosi, Sanders, Cortez, Bundy, even the Obama campaign and administration and regime and era look moderate compared to what these people are trying to do. Final comments here from Buttigieg on Rachel Maddow, quote, in fact... It is precisely for that, let me go back, because he said, most Americans don't want the conservative agenda we are now seeing, the extreme agenda we are seeing in Washington. In fact, it is precisely for that reason that they have to interfere with democracy, with voter suppression, or clinging on an electoral college that overrules the will of the American people, he says. It's because the American people, by and large, don't want what they are selling, that they are relying on manipulations of our political structure in order to keep their agenda in play. Is this guy a crackhead? He had to have been on some substance or another, be it crack or uh, Demerol, I don't know. Maybe my doll, whatever it was, it was messing with his way of thinking. The, the conservatives, the Republicans are trying to interfere with democracy. The left wants to lower the voting age to 16. <laughs> they are trying to change the historical election rules and laws that we have had in place for, for hundreds of, a couple hundred years. They are the ones who don't like the way things are going now because they lose. Let's lower the voting age to 16. Let's make sure there is no voter ID required because, my goodness gracious, then we won't be able to have illegal aliens vote for us. Not to mention the dead, not to mention the double voters, and so on and so forth, and the voter fraud that they have relied upon. Think about what he is saying here. The American people don't want their agenda, so they're trying to upset the electoral system and change it. We are the ones who want it left alone. Our founding fathers, in their wisdom and brilliance, chose to have an electoral college to make sure that the voices all over America in rural settings are not silenced 
are not completely silenced by the loud voices of the more of, of the of the bigger crowds in the urban communities all over this country. And now it's deeper than that. I'm 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 kind of more paraphrasing to the way it is today. But to have the left tell, uh, uh, drive the narrative, the, the, the coastal elites working and living in, in urban centers like New York and Los Angeles know best. Who should run the country for the people in North Dakota, in South Dakota, in Missouri, in Kansas, in Nebraska, in Arkansas, and the rest of flyover America? They know what's best for all those farmers. No, they don't. They're going to vote what's in they think is in their best interest on the coasts. The people in rural America, in central, not central America as in terms of the region, but in the center of the United States, what we sometimes call flyover country as the coastal elites just wave high on their way from New York to L.A., they know what's best for them. And so did the founding fathers, which is why they gave everyone equal representation in the electoral college. It is an amazing thing to see. It really is. The left trying to reinvent America and then accusing the conservatives who are trying to uphold the Constitution as it is. Originalists, all of us. It is not a living Constitution that is changeable by the trends and the whims of the day. That's what the Democrats are trying to do. Much more coming. Uh, join me, 216-901-0945, The Bob Brands Authority on AM 1420, The Answer. 9.35 now, we continue. The Bob Brands Authority on AM 1420, The Answer. Appreciate you being with us uh, today. Uh, i got a lot of news to get to. I want to pivot uh, to Bernie Sanders now, since we were talking about Pete Buttigieg, uh, who is completely outside of his mind. As uh, we talked about uh, his commentary about what what America, what mainstream America is interested in, he said they're not interested in the conservative agenda. And the conservatives know it. That's why they're trying to change the electoral system. <laughs> Wait, well, I mean, honestly, it's just it takes a special kind of chutzpah, doesn't it? to represent a party that is trying to change the entirety of the electoral system by, A, abolishing the electoral college, B, by uh, allowing 16-year-olds to vote, and C, by trying to allow illegal aliens to vote. That's right, and you have heard one of the more prominent non-elected officials right now, and I should point out she is a non-elected official because she lost the governor's race in Georgia. She lost the governor's race in Georgia. Stacey uh, Abrams uh, saying that she has no problem with allowing illegal aliens to vote. She could be Joe Biden's running mate, according to the way the uh, uh, the left is shaping this thing up. So they're trying to change the system. But let me move from Buttigieg and his ridiculous comments to some of those of Bernie Sanders. Bernie Socialist Sanders himself had a town hall meeting yesterday, hosted by Brett Baer and Martha McCallum on, wait for it, Fox. Holy cow. Bernie Sanders bucking the DNC. Tom Perez, if you recall, the chairman of the Democratic National Committee, announced a, oh, well, about two or three weeks ago now that none 
of the Democratic primary debates are going to be held on Fox. They refuse. They just shut out Fox. They're only going to go on into their favorable places because they don't want to actually have to answer tough questions for all of their candidates. They just want their candidates to be able to sort out their messes themselves. But um, Bernie Sanders basically said, not me. I'll go to Fox. Bernie Sanders is not dumb. He might be wild. He might be socialist. He might be maniacal. He might be delusional. But he's not dumb. He knows full well that the Fox audience literally is double that of the other cable news outlets. It's fool. It's foolish for him to, uh, and it would be foolish for them, which they're going to do, to not try to reach a massive number of voters. Because you know what? Not every Fox viewer is a uh, you know hard right conservative. Not every Fox viewer is me or Pete Kersenow. A lot of Fox viewers are center right, and they can be persuaded, perhaps, <clears throat> by the right argument. That is uh, against Donald Trump or against the current uh, direction of the Republican Party. So Bernie Sanders last night said, yeah, I'll get in. I'll do it. I'll do it on Fox. He had a town hall meeting there. was answered question, answering questions from Brett Baer and from uh, uh, Martha McCallum, as well as the live studio audience. The part I want to play for you now, though, is just simply exceptional. This is called the destruction of a socialist candidate based on his own hypocrisy. That's exactly what this is. This is Brett Bear wrecking Bernie Sanders over um, keeping his Trump tax cuts as a member of the 1%. And Bernie Sanders' recent tax releases, he, he went ahead and released his own tax returns the last five years. Bernie Sanders um, is benefiting greatly from the Trump tax cuts. Listen to this exchange. Your taxes do show that you're a millionaire. You did make a million in 2016, 2017. You're right, the 561 in 2018. But your marginal tax rate, tax rate was 26% because of President yeah. Trump's tax cuts. So why not say, you know, I'm leading this revolution. I'm not going to take those. <laughs> Come on. But there, I am, I paid the taxes that I owe. And by the way, why don't you got Donald Trump up here and ask him how much he pays in taxes? You see? Now listen to his uh, supporters cheer this. But I want you to hear it for what it is. I want you to hear the deflection away from the actual issue, ish, uh, issue here. Brett Baer says, you have a marginal tax rate as a millionaire of just 26%. If you oppose those tax cuts from President Trump, why don't you refuse to take those tax cuts? Why don't you pay the top marginal tax rate that used to be in place, the 39% or more, since you want to tax people at an even higher rate? You want to tax the top 1% at even higher rates than that. Why don't you pay that? And first, what you heard, and I'm going to play it again for you. Uh, uh, first, you heard the, you know, it was like a, it was a combination of grunt and sigh. As if to say, how dare you? How dare you ask me that question? He, he, was, he was stumbling there. You heard him kind of stutter and stumble a little bit before finally going, I pay the taxes that I owe. And then, why don't you get Trump up here? No, 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 no. Mr. Feel the Burn, you are holding this town hall. This is your uh, uh, situation. You were asked a direct question about why don't you turn down the tax breaks and pay the full tax amount that you would have been charged before President Trump's tax breaks were passed that you opposed from the very beginning. Why don't you do that, Bernie Sanders? 
And instead, he starts screaming about Trump. This is what these people do. I'm going to let, let you listen again. I'm going to let you listen to the part where he stumbles and stutters and gives kind of a sound uh, at the beginning before screaming for Donald Trump. Your taxes do show that you're a millionaire. You did make a million in 2016, 2017. You're right, the 561 in 2018. But your marginal tax rate, tax rate was 26% because of President yeah. Trump's tax cuts. So why not say, you know, I'm leading this revolution. I'm not going to take those. I can't replicate that sound, though. But it was just like a... How dare you? But during... I am... I paid the taxes that I owe. And by the way, why don't you got Donald Trump up here and ask him how much he pays in taxes? Yeah, well, well, I am eagerly awaiting your doing that. Well, we'd love to have you. That's not the question, you dodging, i got to watch my language here, uh, uh, heaping pile of socialism. I'm sorry. That's not the question. The question was about you. Answer the question. If you can get your fellow socialists in training inside that Fox Duty audience under control for two seconds, uh, explain, answer the question. I guess the president watches your network a little bit, right? <laughs> hey, President Trump. My wife and I just released 10 years. Please do the same. Let the American people know. All right. But just, just to wrap that up, you do spend a lot of time vilifying millionaires. No, I don't vilify. The fact that I think people who are doing phenomenally well right now, as you know, for 40 years we have seen a shrinking middle class. You've got 40 million people living in poverty. And today, just so happens that the very wealthy are doing incredibly wealthy. It's not vilifying. To say that people have a whole lot of money, in some cases billions of dollars of wealth, they should pay their fair share of taxes. Right. Well, Brett, a lot that's of, not vilifying. Yeah, last... Never mind the fact that the top 1% of earners that he is claiming need to pay their, quote, fair share of taxes. Aside from the fact that the top 1% pays over 90% of the taxes collected. Over 90%. And the 40% he said that are living in poverty, there are fewer people living in poverty today because of wage increases that have happened organically because of business tax cuts, corporate tax cuts, instituted by every Republican and not one Democrat. Not one. Not one Democrat voted for the Trump tax cuts. This was inspired by the president. It was enacted by only Republicans. And because of that, more Americans are working. They're getting higher wages than they have had in this country in over 10 years. And fewer Americans, by the millions, are now on food stamps. Americans are going back to work on Donald Trump. They were, under the, or, or, they were on the government's teat under Barack Obama. They had to be. They had to be. Because the exporting of all of those manufacturing jobs, Barack Obama wasn't going to fight for those. And you heard what he said as he came to the end of his second term, right? Trump says he's going to bring back those manufacturing jobs, and that's why people are going to get off of uh, food stamps. He says people are going to come back and, 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 and work in this country on manufacturing jobs that have already been exported overseas. What's he got, a magic wand? How are they going to make that happen? Ta-da! It's happened. And all it took 
were fa- was favorable economic policies, including lower taxes for corporations so that they could work and open up again here in the United States and put more Americans to work in manufacturing jobs rather than in the service sector, which is notoriously lower in pay. Capitalism works. And Bernie Sanders, who is a devotee of socialism, cannot accept it. And moreover, will not admit it. When the government stays the hell out of people's pockets and lets people and lets corporations keep most of their money, they realize that money is going to flow through the economy. More workers will be hired. More taxes will be collected from those workers in total not individual worker, lower per worker, but far more workers paying in. And then that money is used to grease the economy, and the wheels are spinning. He hates that fact. Trump's economic policies have reinvigorated reinvigorated the American economy, lowered the unemployment rate, lowered the number of people on food stamps, increased wages, and it's only getting better. And this guy is going to scream, stop all of that. Raise the tax rate. Raise the tax rate on the wealthy and especially the wealthy corporate owners so that they then have to pull back from their expansion of their operations and thus put more and more people where? Back at the government teat. This is what they want. This is what they need. They need people to be needy. And when they've got to come to us for their food by way of EBT cards and food stamps, when they've got to come to us for housing, subsidized housing in Section 8, when they've got to come to us for health insurance, Medicare for all, we own them. When we own them, we control them. And that is exactly what socialism on the path to communism wants. The final exchange here between Bayer and Sanders. Question on this. The, a lot of millionaires and billionaires give a ton to charity. You gave 3.4%. Yeah. My wife and I do give money to charity. All right? And we're proud to do what we did. There are others. You're quite right. There are people, Gates Foundation, do a phenomenal job. We do what we do. You All right, do I got a couple. what we do. We do what we do. 3.4%. You own $3 million houses. You are a multi-millionaire. You're demanding that people give to charity to give to the poor by force, by way of an increase in federal taxes. Make everybody else give to charity by force under penalty of law. Raise their taxes, and if they don't pay them so that the poor have more, we're going to redistribute the wealth. We're going to redistribute the wealth by force. If you don't do it, you're fined. If you don't pay the fine, you're imprisoned. We're going to force people to give to the poor. But voluntarily, people like Bernie give next to nothing. He's got three massive homes in three different cities. He is a multimillionaire, and he gives 3% to charity. 3%. Why aren't you leading the way? Why aren't you setting the pace? 
Why aren't you giving 25 to 30 percent of your income to charity? Why aren't you, since you want to raise the top marginal tax rate to 52%, why aren't you paying 52%? Why are you only paying 29%? And you heard what Bernie said, or what was the number, 29 or 26? What was the number that he said? Let me hit that part again real quick here. I just want to make sure that I understand. 2017, you're right, the 561 in 2018, but your marginal tax rate, tax rate was 26%. Yeah, 26%. So 26%, that's all you paid. You're telling us that everybody should pay 52% when they're, in your, when they're in your earnings bracket, your income bracket. Why didn't you pay the 52% that you want people to pay? We pay what is owed. Oh, oh, well, you pay what is owed. But you're just trying to increase what is owed to everybody else. You don't give money to charity or next to nothing, Mr. 3%. You, give, you, you don't donate to charity. You don't redistribute your own wealth. You just want to take money from other people. You want to re- redistribute other people's wealth. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't care what you hear from Kamala Harris or Cory Booker or Elizabeth Warren or Joe Biden or anybody else. This is your Democratic front runner. This hypocritical socialist bag of wind is the Democrat front-runner. The American people are in all likelihood going to have to choose between President Donald Trump and the wheels of capitalism rolling along to economic success versus Bernie Sanders and the gears of socialism grinding that economy to a halt while taking more away from the people in order to be distributed as the government sees fit. We could not have a more clear contrast in choices and options in the upcoming election. Now, I know there's a long way to go. Could something happen that that changes this? Yes. Could another Democrat rival rise up and and take the nomination, nomination away from him? Yes. But as of today, as of April 16, 2019... Bernie Sanders is the front runner. And now you hear what this hypocrite is all about. Make sure that all of your liberal, socialist loving friends know it. He's a fraud. He is a heaping, steaming pile of socialism. Sitting out in the field in the open sun. Back after this on AM 1420 Dance. In the middle of our house, it has a crowd. There's always something happening, and it's usually quite loud. All right, 956, now the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer will open up the phone lines. By the way, Peter uh, now not going to join us today. He's got some busy, uh, some other obligations. He cannot be here. So uh, we are going to be guest-free in the second hour as well. So you can dial and get on board without too much of a wait at 216-901-0945 or 888-281-1110. I want your thoughts on uh, Bernie, on Pete Buttigieg, the rest of the uh, lunatics on the American left. I do want to give you one more exchange here uh, with Bernie in that town hall meeting yesterday on Fox with Brett Baer because uh, this is so telling. Again, if you haven't heard the uh, you know hypocrisy in action before, y- y- you're hearing it now. Uh, I'm watching it because this is in video form, but seriously, he is the old withered face of hypocrisy, especially when it comes to capitalism versus socialism. Give this part a listen. This is huge. But I just want to back on the, the taxes briefly. You know, when you wrote, wrote the book and you made the money, yeah. isn't that the definition of capitalism, the American dream? 
length of time that he takes before he utters a grunt or a syllable again is hilarious. Bernie Sanders wrote a book and made millions on it. Isn't that the definition of capitalism? You were able to to provide a product that people could choose to buy. They did. You got rich. That's what the American dream is all about, right? And you get to keep your money. Isn't that what capitalism is? And and the length of time before he starts speaking in response is hilarious, but you have to hear the response, too. Yeah. Isn't that the definition of capitalism, the American dream? No. <laughs> I mean, you know, what we want is a country where everybody has opportunity. You know, I have a college degree. I'm a United States senator. But a lot of people don't have a college degree. A lot of people are not United States senators. I want everybody in this country to be able to have health care, to have education, to when they turn on the water, have drinkable water, not toxic water. So what we are fighting for, Brett, is a society not where just a few people can make a whole lot of money, but a society where everybody in this country has the opportunity to live in security uh, and dignity. All right. <laughs> Isn't that an example of capitalism? You provided a product, in this case a book, that you put on the open market for people to decide whether or not they wanted to spend money on. They did. You took the profits in and became a millionaire. Uh, uh, let me rephrase. You added to your millions and became an even bigger millionaire. Isn't that exactly what the American dream is? Uh, no. Uh, excuse me for a moment while I uh, change the subject and talk about something entirely different because that's not what capitalism is all about. We're looking to help all of the people. Not everybody can be a United States senator. Bernie Sanders is, I can't say it enough, steaming hot pile of socialism and moreover, even worse, He's a steaming hot pile of hypocrisy sitting right next to it. Hour number two coming up. Let's listen to the news. Then we'll come back. I want to take your phone calls. 216 Coming up, President Trump triggers the left by giving them what they asked for. If you don't know what I mean, you will next right here on AM 1420. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 